0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle podcast. Right here every Thursday, you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. Thank you for the offering. We appreciate it, however, how much it was or is. We appreciate it so much. And, uh, If some of you is going home tonight or tomorrow before Brother Barnett gets a chance to tell you, he thanks you too. I know he does. See, the way it was, they received the offering today, and he maybe didn't get a chance, but I know he does. And we both appreciate it so much. And uh, I'd like to say that, that I appreciate Brother Virgil Gay and Brother Bill and them driving up to be with us from down in Georgia. And I see Brother Leroy and Brother Otis and them some of the Savannah folks come in, Brother Leroy, and especially Brother Otis. Uh, I remember Brother Otis used to live in that little shotgun style house over there. And I was in that old school bus. I told him a little bit about it the other night, Brother Otis. And we were so glad to see them come in. And people from different places, uh, uh, Sister Renee and them from down to Daydales come. And wherever you are from, we're glad you're here. And uh, we, we just appreciate our friends. And uh, I said over at Shady the other other night, the first night of the camp meeting I preached on, uh, there is a friend, Uh, take my money, take what little possessions I have, but please leave me with my friends. Amen. I I cherish my friends above everything else except my salvation. I'd rather have them than have the clothes that I wear. The shoes that I wear, the car that I drive, I'd rather have my friends, thank God. They mean so much, and every time we can get together and see them, it means so much. This is one thing I think that's going to make heaven so great, so valuable. Sometimes, uh, pastoring now, evangelized for years, and pastoring now, sometimes I I just get the longing to see certain folks across the country. I get to thinking about them, and I get to missing them, and, and uh, I hadn't been in the New Branch area over in Georgia in, uh, in uh, several years, I don't know, maybe six years, seven years, and I got to wanting to go so much, and uh, Brother Virgil Lim called me, and had to come preach him a revival, but I couldn't, but I'll tell you what, I drove all the way from Mobile, Alabama, all the way across to the uh, uh, way over on the other side of Georgia, close to Savannah just to preach for one night and uh, really I knew my preacher wasn't going to be that great but I just wanted to see everybody in that area. Drove over there, preached and come back uh, spent the night, got off to bed, I guess two o'clock and uh, <clears throat> at my mom's, come back by my mom's and I uh, and, uh, was called around four or something like that and uh, we got up and got ready and drove to Orlando, Florida and then back home for, for uh, our church but my friends means much to me praise god and uh and uh, we just glad to meet new people and get new acquaintance and new friends book of ecclesiastes third chapter of the book of ecclesiastes third chapter the first verse of the book of ecclesiastes to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven and a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. I wish I could learn that one right there. Just that one would help me a lot a time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace of course you've already guessed it tonight and know what my text and thought is in Ecclesiastes 8 and 6 because to every purpose there is a time and judgment I want you to listen to this. Because to every purpose there is a time and judgment. Therefore the misery of man is great upon him. For he knoweth not that which shall be. For who can tell him when it shall be? All right. The ninth chapter, the twelfth verse. For man also knoweth not his time. As the fishes that are taken in an evil net. And as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of man snared in an evil time when it falleth suddenly upon them. 10th chapter, 14th verse. A fool also is full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be, and what shall be after him, who can tell him? 11th chapter, 5th verse. As thou knowest not what is, the way of the spirit nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all praise the Lord to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun I've got here a regular old alarm clock. My wife bought it last week. She didn't know she was buying it for the count meeting. She didn't realize that she was buying it for this night. My brother over there, I've already talked to him about it. I want you to listen close, if you will. You hear the tickings of this clock? You know what it's saying every time? It takes time, 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 time. I hope this will work. Do you know what it's saying? It's saying, time is ticking and it's passing by and it's going and it's going and it's going you know what it's doing It's taking away mind your life every time that clock picks It's saying closer and closer to death and eternity. Before this clock gets through ticking here in a little while, there's going to be many across this world that's gone into eternity. In fact, they tell us that every minute, 128 souls is ushered into eternity. Yes, it's still ticking. But for some that was here last year, they don't hear that. No, they don't. They'll never hear that again. No, no. They're gone. You see, when the Lord, when I left them here last year, the Lord spoke to me one day concerning the camp meeting. Even before Brother Horton, before Brother Ralph called, and Brother Grant spoke to Brother Ralph about uh, me coming back. The Lord had already spoke to me and said, "When you go back to Richlands this year, I want you to preach, and I want you to tell them that there'll be nobody laying in front of the doors this year. There'll be nobody laying there crying and begging, and nobody laying at the doors and standing to keep them to go." that if they want to go, the doors will be open with no roadblocks. They can go. I'm turning them loose to let them go. They've heard me time and time again. I spoke to their hearts. I spoke to their lives. I spoke to them in the stillness of the night, and they wouldn't listen. And now I'm going to remove all the roadblocks and let them go if that's what they want to do. Time marches on. You and me might switch this clock off. This clock might stop ticking, but it still marches on. Amen. 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 Oh, yes, we might try to unplug the clock on the wall, but time marches on. You might put color back in your hair, ma'am or sir, but time marches on for you. You might get a facelift, but time marches on your life right on. Oh, you might take all the exercises and, and all the vitamins and herbs that you can get, but you still get older as a clock ticks uh, and time marches on for you. I look around and I see people that I knew some years ago, uh, their hair was not white, their face was not recalled. Many times when I go to shave, uh, I look into the mirror and I see the wrinkles coming. I see the gray hairs beginning to shine in my head. And it reminds me, Neil, oh boy, you're older than you used to be, and time is getting away. It's ticking. It's saying you're closer. You're nearer. And the Bible said, and Paul said to the Corinthians in second Corinthians in the sixth chapter in the second verse, he said, Now is accepted time. Yes. Amen, Amen today. Right and Solomon, I believe, in course. Uh, we talk about and Solomon was dealing with vanity of vanities but I want to tell you he was dealing with time also and he said who can tell a man when it shall be who can tell how when he'll die he said who can tell that down the road somewhere tonight Death stands by the roadside waiting for somebody in this tabernacle tonight to take them out into eternity and time will cease for them. In eternity there's no clocks ticking. Do I hear it? Is it in eternity no calendars rolling? there is no mondays and sundays there is no seconds and thirds in eternity it is without an end they sing that song i live on through eternity i live on i go gone down home let's change that and sing that we'll live on in eternity because it is without an end they the clocks for time do not tick, whether it be an old clock like this ticking, or whether it be a sand clock or whatever type of measurement of time, of a duration from one point to another. There it is without an end. Hallelujah. If you could see the rich man in hell. He would say, time means nothing. I am here forever. Lost, doomed, and down. The clock ticks on your life. Time marches on you. Somewhere after a while, the alarm will go off and say to you, it is over. Oh God, oh God the seriousness of the hour I'm persuaded to believe without a shadow of a doubt it's time America has a revival if we don't have it now we'll never have one we'll never have one Bless you, Lord. if we don't have a revival now We will never have one. I believe with all of my heart it's time for us to have a revival in America. I believe God has given us one more opportunity. uh, That we have a revival before judgment falls on America. Hallelujah. Uh, you've never seen so much bickering and backbiting and skimmish among the church world as there is today i think it's time that we take our our weapons off of each other and aim them at sin and at the devil and at the world amen and get together and unite together and say god we want a revival one more time in america an old-fashioned holy ghost revival again It's time that we, the children of God, stand up and be counted with the people of God and on God's side. You see, because time is running out. Some are saying later, but it is later now than we've ever thought. It's later than we think it is. The day is far spent, the night's at hand. I believe with all of my heart that we are nearing. Have this dispensation of grace and opportunity to do whatever that we can for the Lord. And while time peaks. And it goes on. There are some that sit so idly by. I'm concerned. There are those that are saying a later day. There are some saying a tomorrow. But I believe it's now or never. The importance of this very hour should alarm us to the situation that we're in. That we must have revival now. or forever state. Let me tell you, I've been doing some research and studying. And uh, this child pornography business uh, that the federal government is promoting and pushing out to try to stop abuse of children. And I'm against child abuse as much as anybody. But I want to tell you something. That is not for our good. Amen. Uh, oh, Brother Bridges, you mean to tell me to stop abusing little children? It's not good. Yes, it's good to stop abusing children. But it's not going to stop there. What if you spake your child for cutting a tantrum and they take him away from you? Would you call that good? Now they're trying to pass laws to say that a child has his right, his constitutional right to go wherever he wants to go to church last year excuse me in 83 uh, there was over 2000 ministers sued for malpractice in america and they collected that's the ones that was collected on for malpractice ah uh, Brother, I'm telling you, time is nearer run out for us than we think for. But, Brother Bridges, I'm waiting for a more convenient season. I believe the season is right now for whatever we want to do. For God, And if you plan to be saved, it is now that you must arise while the clock is ticking, while time is still in your favor, while God is sparing with a little mercy while opportunity is yours while god's holy ghost is missed in camp meeting after camp meeting revival after revival amen tried in these last times to get people in and get them saved and get them ready hallelujah brother time is running out for some that arose this morning they never saw the sunset. Right. For some that rushed on the job to see the clock did not get to see it when the others walked out. Time run out on them. They are no longer. One of the most booming businesses there is, is the funeral business. Down in our, in our town, Mobile, one of the funeral homes there has, uh, has a funeral home that I don't know. It must have 10 or 15 uh, rooms to have wakes in and for the families together. And that's just one of the few funeral homes. And there's been times they've had to hold it ceased over till the next day because they had no room. Uh, to put the, uh, put the remains, to put the courts. And for the family to gather together and welcome the friends. And, and the friends to pay their sympathy. They've had to wait till the next day. Time has running out on so many. Oh, uh, it's catching most unaware. And more than unaware, unprepared to meet the Lord their God. They've lived for self. They will live for their self motives and they will lived for sin. And time has run out on them. Who can tell him when it shall be? Oh, if only we knew tonight among us who it would be that would never have another opportunity, would never be in another camp meeting, would never have another altar service, would never get another chance. You know what we do? We'd lay down the spike. And I and Brother Horton and Brother Ralph and others would go to them and say, Look, man, look, woman, times are running out on you. And you're soon going to be ushered into eternity. But you see among this congregation. Who can tell. Who can tell. It when it shall be. Oh brother. fish that are caught in the evil head. So the sons of men snared. Oh they're caught when they're least expected. I didn't expect death this early. I didn't expect to die this young. Oh. I didn't expect to have to leave here. You see, I was in good health. And I had plenty of income. And I had everything to live for. And I wasn't expecting time to run out. I wasn't expecting the clock of time for my life to start ticking. And all of a sudden the alarm goes off. And you're called to eternity. Anamatara ah, Ha. It's ticking. It's ticking. You hear it? It's saying, You've got time tonight to be saved. Yeah. You've got time tonight to find the Lord. You've got time tonight to make your calling. An election sure. Ha ah, ha. Hallelujah. Do you hear the tick? Do you also hear the call? As you hear the tick, you hear the call. Come, come! Times are running out. Times are running out. Oh, how young men think that religion's for old men, and old men thinks religion and salvation is for the young. And they're both deceived. It's for all. Hallelujah. If you're old enough to realize the time, you're old enough to realize you need to be saved. If you're old enough to realize how that the clock of time is ticking on you, then you're old enough to realize that you need to settle the old account and make it right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Who can tell? Who can tell? this time next year, oh, if I had only known so-and-so was there that night. If I'd only knew, I'd have went to them and I pled with them. If I'd only known, so-and-so ushered into eternity. Saying, if I'd only knew that it was like that, I would have made it right. I'd have made it, uh, I might call it an election, sure. If I'd only knew that time was so close to running out on me. If I only knew that I was facing the midnight hour, that I'd soon be an eternity, that I'd soon cross the line of world. You see, I was young. I was healthy. I was doing good. And all of a sudden, time ran out. Amen. A young 16-year-old man in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, this and his girlfriend, leaned up against the post. And as he leaned against a post, <clears throat> the post kicked out, and it was a <coughs> wood-style house, and the corner of the porch kind of dropped. And he threw his hands up to catch it, and dropped dead with a heart attack. Oh, a star basketball player in our country that was also on the track team. His health was an A number one. He lifted weights. He ran. For miles went out on the basketball uh, court in the second ending. as they dribbled out on the court and somebody throwed the ball to him and he caught it and run for a layup and as he started up his legs crumbled and his arms fell back, and he fell on the floor. They run to him and screamed and said, Is there a doctor in the house? And a doctor come out of the bleachers and ran to him and pulled out his stethoscope and stuck it on him and listened and pronounced him dead. In the midst of the second ending, on his wake for a layup with a basketball as he started up the clock stop, brother. That that you hear now, he heard no more. He was ushered into eternity. His ball did not make it to its goal. He did not get the applause of the crowd. He did not get to finish that game. I bet he was stopped in the middle of it all. What are you saying? I'm saying to you, my precious friend, in the middle of all of your business, in the middle of your games of life, in the times of luxury, in the times that you leastly expected, like a fish snared in an evil head. So could you be snared in an evil time when you least expected. I'll tell you, there'll be multitudes in hell that died so uncertain and so unexpected. How they'll be screaming and crying if I knew. If I had one more meeting to go to. If I had one more service I could attend. If I had one more chance. Lord, give me a little more time. Give me a little more opportunity. Oh, Lord, help me. Let me have one more chance to pray. But time is out. It caught them. It caught them unaware. It caught them when they least expected it. You see that little clock sitting there? If it does what I want it to do, I got it set for a certain time that the alarm is going to go off. You don't know when that is. Job said he numbers my steps and he sets a bound that I cannot go over. God's got your number. God's got your time. Hallelujah. As we look in the gardens, uh, uh, people planting gardens, uh, there's what they call uh, the morning flower. Amen. And in only the morning glory and it only blooms in the morning and it comes up with the sun and if you'll see it it's a beautiful flower but it only blooms just in the morning and just for a little while and its bloom is gone before the noon sun comes down all the way that sun that flower's already folded up and it's gone and it is not then there's other role flowers that stay through the day there's some like the azaleas that stay a few weeks there's some that stays the summer through ah yes they none bloom the same time so is it with your life and mine brother you might thank you one that'll be here for a while Ah, but before you know it the clock of time goes off and the judgments of God call you and you have to answer to him Job said he'll call and I'll answer he'll have a desire the work of his own hand brother when the clock goes off it's time to go somewhere and to do something or other. Hallelujah. While it is ticking tonight, it's time to consider your eternal welfare, your soul, and your destiny while the clock of time is ticking in your favor and count down the hour of the very second that God will call you. All right. You see, as I set that clock, you don't know what I set it for. I didn't let anyone see. My wife doesn't even know.